2: Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman. Oh boy, Davey, we've had a week. Yeah. We've had a week. Um, are, are, Wait, are you, are you sick? I don't feel great. You don't feel that great. You don't look that great. You're wearing a, a StarCast hoodie that you got in Chicago from our crazy weekend there. Buy one, get one free, baby. Yeah, um... Uh, I mean, you look like uh, you're like holding your stomach. You got your hood on. Like you just look like you're just ill. Um, yeah, I'm,
3: I'm not good. Wow, Ugh. I feel like this is your fault. This is this you've, is me. You've, you've got everyone sick. What? John's sick. What are you talking Wade's about? Way sick. I'm not sick. sick. I'm not sick. The listeners are sick.
2: <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I feel fine right now.
3: I feel you took out Alistair Black. You just made, you just
2: (laughs) coughed on him, and he fell over. No nonsense. I would never do such a thing.
3: Um, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I'm fine. You just look like a little uh, little sick boy. Yeah. I
3: get very like my mum always said she she knew when I was gonna be sick because like in the evening I'd suddenly like bring down a blanket and some cuddly toys and stuff and like snuggle up on the sofa. And, but this would be like the day before I'm sick and she'll be then, oh, he's going to call in to school tomorrow. Hmm. And yeah, that's kind of how I am right now. Well, it wasn't my fault, but, uh, maybe it was Chicago. Yeah.
2: The dirty Chicago air. Dirty Chicago. That's right. We are back from Chicago. We are back in the BDE of Toronto, Ontario, Canada here. We had a fun time in Chicago. Um, we ate maybe maybe we you got sick from oh, all the cheese, just so
3: much cheese. <coughs> all the all the deep dish pizza. Oh, we had so like I overheard Wei saying in his uh, in his show like yeah. once you've had one deep dish like yeah, that's enough. Yeah, we had three. We did three. We had separate three deep the thing dish pizzas. It was the same in Philly with the cheese steaks. <coughs> yes, everyone's like, oh, if you want the best cheese steak, you go to this place. If you want the best one, you go to this place. And everyone's saying different places. So True. I'm like, well, we've got to try them all, really. Right. We did. So we had Lou Malnati's with John and Way. Yeah. Um, which not Illuminati's. Not Illuminati's, but Lou, Lou Malnati's. Right. Uh, which was very, very good. Oh, boy, it was. That was the first. That was the first one. Then uh, we had uh, Pizzeria Uno. Scrump uh, from Pro Wrestling Tees. Um,
2: you know, the giant dick from All In. Yeah. One of the giant dicks. He took us to, uh,
3: yeah, what was that? Pizzeria, uh, Pizzeria Uno. Downtown Chicago. Yeah, which claims to be like the first place. Yeah, to they this have
2: fish. this thing outside. I took a picture and it said, you know, we created it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that could be up for argument, but uh, that was
3: that was fantastic really as well. Yeah. And then, then uh, we had Pequod's on the last. And for some reason, <coughs> we'd been having the personal pizza each time, which was more than enough.
2: No, with John and Way, we shared a giant one. True. Then we did personals at Pizzeria Uno. And then, and then we were like, let's get a small. And
3: small is like a medium, large. Everything was, in the States is bigger than yeah. it is in Canada, so... Um, yeah. Oh no, that was great. I liked the crust at that one. It was like... Pequot? Yeah, it was like caramelized, cheesy crust. It seems to be
2: like the local, the local
3: haunt, Yeah. The local place, people... Uh... Um, And that was excellent, too. Did you have a favorite? Oof.
2: Um, I like... Every single place for different reasons, right? Um, Lou Malnati's. We got like this giant one with like I, I got. I think I got sauce, like, sausage, Chicago style sausage, and all all of these deep dish pizza places, and that's what just was was so good. Uh, I, I can't pick a favorite because I like my one...
3: toppings at Pequod's. Yeah, because um, I was re- I was told I had to have like roast beef sandwich in Chicago as well which I okay. didn't have oh. so I chose the roast beef okay. to be on my pizza wow and that was good damn and then we didn't finish that
2: small pizza at Pequod's and then we got to the airport and we brought our pizza through
3: security yeah you were freaking out you are like oh they won't let it through they won't let my umbrellas through uh, Scrum gave us a uh, uh, bullet club uh, umbrellas um,
2: and, uh, I'm going to be Marty squirrel for Halloween. I think I just need a mask yeah. and to, you know, maybe work out a bit yeah. more, work on my British accent. Yeah. Um, and they let us through. So then we ate the rest of our deep dish uh. in waiting for our plane. And then by the time we got on the plane, I was in a
3: fucking coma. Oh, I think, think about it right now makes me sick.
2: Don't be sick. <laughs> um, I think we had way too much cheese in in the, our trip to Chicago. Because so much cheese. Like my whole body is it's is shutting, Yeah, it's it's shutting down.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, we had a lot of fun in Chicago though. We went to Starcast, which we got to lead, uh, meet uh, a lot of our listeners, which was great. Uh, yeah, that was actually so much fun. John and Wei did their live podcast, and um, again, go and ch- they
3: killed it. Like, yeah, they had a crowd. they had the best crowd. Uh, I, I'm, as long
2: as I was there. Yep. Um, yeah, check out the review we did uh, uh, with all of us for the All In Show, which is up at postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, go check it out. It's the four of us reviewing the actual All In pay-per-view show, which was incredible. One of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen and happy to be part of. Um, and if you're listening to this, this is the first uh, episode of uh, the the Up Next kind of... Up nextra or whatever we want to call it for the May Young Classic 2018. So listen, keep listening. We're gonna review this week's episode of NXT, and then after that, we'll go into the uh, this week's episode of the May Young Classic. So uh, ch- be sure to listen to that. Um, if not, just skip it. Or if you're looking for that specifically, skip ahead, and you'll get to that. But yeah, Starcast was incredible because we got to meet so many uh, listeners who were there and people who who knew who we were. Um, it was pretty, pretty fun. It was a lot of nerding out and, uh, and stuff like that. And, uh, so go check out the all in stuff. What else did we do in Chicago? Um,
3: uh, we did a river boat architecture tour on my birthday.
2: Yeah. On your birthday, we went on a boat tour Yeah, architecture. We saw the, the bank where, uh, the Joker robs in, uh, in uh, the dark Knight, saw Trump, Trump's towers. We saw... Uh,
3: Porter towers as well there you go yeah. that's
2: your your actual last name
3: um yeah it was was great uh what got rained on um we dipped that though we did we didn't just get escaped the guy in front pretty much threw his girlfriend over the edge yeah. to like get dry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um there's we also we went to the one of the towers
3: in not the sears tower the John Hancock,
2: yeah, where you can do that thing where it kind of tilts out and you kind of stare down at yeah. the whole city
3: honestly i wouldn't recommend the tilt. Thing. Yeah, it was like it, eight bucks. it was eight bucks, but like it didn't tilt that much. Yeah, like yeah. you didn't get that good a view compared to how you would anyway. Uh, but the view of the city was oh, incredible.
2: Toronto is is similar to it's Chicago. similar.
3: Just Chicago seems bigger, and there mm-hmm. are ele- there are more like New Yorky elements to it as well. Yeah, yeah, it felt. definitely
2: feels like it's like New York and Toronto had a baby, and they it was Chicago uh, when we we went to. Uh, to a few bars out in Chicago as well. We got a little get a little loose. Um, we tried some karaoke. Oh, You I did left my, your
3: first ever my first Google review
2: my first ever Google review on something a uh, uh, an establishment because at Trader 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 Todd Trader Todd's in Chicago, um, it's it said it was a karaoke bar and multiple people like said hey that's a spot um, and we went there. Service was great. Food is great. The drinks were great. Cocktails were great. DJ.
3: The karaoke DJ. Not good. So, yeah, I go up to sing my song, A Bit of the Darkness. I believe in a thing called love. Test my mic. Can't hear anything. Test the other one. Can't hear anything. I'm like, oh, maybe it's just like, fine. I don't know, I can't hear. Um, do my song. Go back. He's like, yeah. Braden's like, yeah, I couldn't hear a thing.
2: I was like, hey, uh, my buddy just sang, it's his birthday, and I couldn't hear him, like, is the are the mics on? And he's like, yeah, he wasn't singing loud enough. Like,
3: don't you know who I am? <laughs> don't you listen to Up Next? So,
2: wasn't singing loud enough. So I'm like, uh, I don't know about that, but I go, I start singing, and I can't hear myself. I'm doing some Taylor Swift. I'm like, in my song, I'm, I'm basically looking at him going, I can't hear myself now. Thank you. Can we please turn my mic on? And he's like talking to a girl. He's on his phone. I was, I was furious. I was livid. So I went on my Google review. I talked how much I gave him a three stars out of five on Google, and I said uh, the place was great, food was great, service was great, karaoke DJ not so great. We we were a traveling group of friends. We had people from from Chicago, from Toronto, from the U K, from Argentina. One of your friends there. Sorry, had, Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> that's, it's I'm tired too. Okay, <laughs> Argentina, um, and uh, and some uh, and a New Yorker and and. I said in this Google review, he, the DJ seemed to be more interested in talking to girls and playing on his phone than actually, you know, making sure people could hear the singers. Also, he didn't have teeth. Not sure if that is the reason why he didn't know how to use his equipment.
3: <laughs> Am I going to be banned from Google yes. review? Oh. <laughs> uh- hangman pages karaoke however was great Wick,
2: yeah this place called wicker park in jersey is like a an in area. jersey sorry man i'm having a day <laughs> you're the one who's sick and i'm I'm still sick alright admit it uh, this place in in, uh, in chicago wicker park it's yeah. like an area apparently and a lot of people told us like check out some bars and some cool spots there so we did and we kind of bar hopped a bit some cocktails and things like that and then we ended up at I think it was called Nix or something. I don't know. Yeah, remember. it was. You're was right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. But yeah, you're right. And uh, there was there was a DJ
3: there who looked like Hangman Page. And he was great. We sang some it songs. He was awesome. He'd like harmonize with you. He'd like <coughs> do little fill-ins. He would mic you. Yeah. Like a proper DJ. Yeah, so he was great. Um, he was awesome. Then, uh, and he
2: had teeth. He did, yeah. I mean, every good karaoke DJ <laughs> has teeth. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> so we had we had a lot of fun Um, I want to say shout out to all the 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 old friends and new friends that we made during here including like all the listeners we had a listener named Pierce who uh, sorted you out we'll leave it at that yeah uh, Um, (laughs) we can saw Walt we saw uh, Bob we saw Bob Bob is my guy Bob Bob didn't even just sort me out Bob showed up at our hotel the morning of Starcast with uh, John and Ways thing he's like hey I'm downstairs, I give you a lift over to the other hotel. Also, I got backwards in the car. And I was like, Bob, I don't know, David, you understand. To a, uh, to a, uh, just, I'll leave it at that. Backwards, I was, Bob, I owe you, uh, owe you many, many things. Uh, so yeah, we did, we did that. Um, to all my uh, uh, New Yorker friends who I traveled with in, uh, in Tokyo, they came out to go to the All In. Like, All In brought uh, a different crowd of wrestling fans. It wasn't your, like, typical WWE show. Like, you had the cool wrestling fans, essentially. So, we got to do all that. I had so much fun this weekend. Um, just because, like, we'd be hanging out with some people, and we would talk, and we'd have a ball, have some drinks, all that stuff. And then, as soon as we, like, would leave that group of people, we were with a different group of people. It was,
3: like, non-stop going from different... It was a lot of fun. It was great. Um... Notice the Game Shark thing really come into effect. The Game Shark, yes. In so the,
2: the Game Shark, the Game Shark is something I call David um, because it's he's he's he has an accent. He's from the UK. So when people talk to him, they treat him differently because they're like, "Oh, you're from the UK." what's that like? Um, The Game Shark originated because a girl talks to you, she hears your accent, looks at your pretty green eyes and falls in love almost instantly. It's cheating. It's the Game Shark in the N64.
3: (laughs) So, uh, the Game Shark is true because... (laughs) We're at Walgreens. Which we don't have here in Canada. We're picking up a couple of tinnies and get to the front and the the lady who's about to serve us seems pissed. (laughs) So... We're getting to the front of the line and we just hear her just go, now none of you's best push my button now. That's like, how they talk in Chicago. <laughs> this is how she talked. And like, we're like, what? It's she's like, you best not push my button. Don't push my button. She's talking to her coworkers, yeah. so not us. And yeah. then she's like doing some other stuff. And then she's like, next. We, we go up. And then she's like, motherfucker, push my fucking button. <laughs> she's like talking under her breath. Yeah. Yeah. like, sorry. And she's like, did you push my button, James? Exactly. Did you push my button? Mu- He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, you motherfucking push my button. Did you push my button, Clarice? Then my button. Oh, I push my button. Oh, pushed my bun, ID! Like, just barks, like, idea. Looks us. up at you, barely looks at you. Oh, Because I, I went up and was like, hi, how are you today? And she Cole was she like, nothing. So that, yeah. And then, Addy, So, get my ID out, hand it over. And then she's like, hey, where you from? I'm like, oh, I, I'm from the UK. Ah, you got an accent. I'm like, just suddenly become super soft and sweet. The game, sir.
2: So, I have a question. What? Did you push that button? Yeah. <laughs> Better not push my button. Uh, most people in Chicago were quite nice. We did meet some uh, strange people. We, we stayed in a hotel for a few nights, and then we also tried the hostel life, which, man, ho- staying in hostels is fun. It's, like, so crazy. You never know who you're going to meet. Uh, we...
3: Weirdly, staying in the same hostel was a guy who's from the UK who works in a hostel in right. Toronto. Who was who? Basically, randomly when I first moved here, was one of the guys working at the hostel. And he just randomly was. And in he's Chicago randomly there as well. So we we're Pretty like, crazy hey, one. how's it
2: going? It was interesting. A few days we stayed after, like on Labor Day, we went to like Wrigley Field and like we went to a bunch of bars around there and and downtown Chicago and stuff like that. And uh, it was interesting because you saw a lot of people wearing. The shirts, New Japan yeah. shirts, Bullet Club shirts, uh, like all the wrestling fans, kind of lingered through the, the the streets of Chicago th- for the rest of the week, which was quite interesting. We also went to Pro Wrestling Tees, like the store, which is incredible, and a huge shout out to um, just the big dick, Scrump, uh, who who is now uh, P- John John Pollock said to me, I think you and Scrump are the same person, except he's in Chicago and you're. In Canada, and I think that Scrump is the more a little bit more Mexican tattooed version of me, and I'm the more white ginger bearded version of him. Uh, So big shout out to him because he made us feel right at home. Yeah, took us around. He drove us around. He like, uh, he's just great. So I have to say shout out to him. I know he's listening and and probably showing his coworkers at Prodigenties.
3: Hey, they're they're talking about me on that show. (laughs) I know John John and Way went into more detail the the tour. Uh, he gave us um, on their show. They had a
2: crazy weekend at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, like totally.
3: super interesting,
2: like that place. Yeah, we saw like where where they actually make shirts. Like he pretty much went into explanation of how it all works, how the wrestlers and you know new new wrestlers and old wrestlers, how it it like changed the the game of yeah. wrestling. Like t-, t shirts in wrestling was always a thing, and it shows like crazy. As I'm sure they killed this weekend. Uh, at the all-in thing just and, and as they deserve and that that company is going to keep getting bigger and bigger it's so great i'm so happy for them we need a pro wrestling Tees website we do shop whatever you. let's call do it, it. yeah we need to get some. who's going to buy a up next shirt let me know because we'll, we'll make some designs i'll work on some designs uh we'll we've got it. some ideas yeah yeah we'll for we'll figure it out uh so again thank you to everyone if we didn't say your your name trust me we 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 had a lot of fun so uh um, thank you. I honestly it was it was so much fun. Um so so that was our crazy week. I watched so much wrestling this week. All in itself was an amazing
3: show. Dude, uh, like the last three weeks has been to so much. You're insane. No wonder you got us all sick. So do you want to go to uh Saudi Arabia to see to see Shawn Michaels? Is Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement? Apparently Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement to <sighs> I wrestle at home. Let's
2: go check flights. Do they the, have second <laughs> the second greatest
3: Royal Rumble? The second greatest Royal Rumble. Um, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. Um, do you think they have karaoke DJs with teeth? Uh, we should drive there. <laughs> <laughs> but put Toll Roots on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm so glad I flew back. <laughs> I feel bad for those guys. Like, Thank you so much, John White. Like, yeah, John I had away. such a great weekend. Thank you for doing all that driving. Um, all that driving. Damn. It was... It was a lot of driving, and you had to do it again. So, thank you guys. The flight was so easy and quick. I had a glass of white
2: wine, <laughs> put on the new Eminem album, passed the fuck out, woke up an hour later, and we're home. I was like, that was so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure John and Way, uh, who were you can go check out all their their stuff on postwrestling.com and and all their their road trip diary on the way back. Yeah, I'm sure they were happy without me in the back seat uh, making noises, <laughs> singing "All In" by Downstate <laughs> and repeatedly playing it um, so what an adventure we had so much fun um, and uh, yeah that's all I have to
3: say about that um, so we've got a lot to cover this week we so do maybe let's talk about this week's NXT
2: alright NXT from September... 5th. Yes. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. NXT from September 5th. We start off the show with Cassius Ono versus Kona Reeves. NXT's finest. Um, this is interesting because both of these guys have kind of just been chilling in NXT for a little while. Cassius Ono, obviously way, way longer. And... We'll see who gets to stay.
3: Yeah, well, commentary were, at the beginning were kind of selling that uh, Kona Reeves was on a bit of a streak, but he's just come off a loss from EC3, so right. how's he going to cope with that? And, like, the other way round, Ono went on a bit of a losing streak and then picked up a uh, a few wins recently, so he's sort of turned his luck around. So they're kind of sort of opposites of each other at the moment. Someone in the crowd had a sign that has two pictures of Cassius oh, no, and
2: one said Cassius oh, no, and one said Cassius Oh yeah and it's him smiling in the <laughs> oh yeah one. I like those it's like the Glen Close Glen Close no Cigar. <laughs> <laughs> um This was kind of like a squash in my opinion. I'm I'm not no, sold. Yeah, game. I yeah. I'm not sold on Kona Reeves at all and I, judging by this I don't think anyone in NXT is either. Um, Kona goes off the top with like a old school style elbow to the head. Uh, Cassius eventually just hits the rolling elbow here. Ducks. Uh, he he gets out of the Hawaiian drop, hits the rolling elbow and pins Kona Reeves. But it's not where it ends. Cassius then grabs a microphone. He says that when he got here in NXT, there was a buzz. But then the buzz faded. He said he's been here for so long that people have come and and gone and he's still here. And this time, he, he won't let his buzz fade. He's going to stay here. I'm not going anywhere. So if you're new to NXT and you want to fight, I will
3: welcome you. So from this, I assume they're going to be going with Matt Riddle. Yes. Um, Cassius Ohno is the first program, which I think will be awesome. Yeah,
2: I think that would be a great match um, for Riddle's debut if they do like a takeover. next, yeah. The next takeover is his debut. Start the show with that. Riddle versus Ono, that would be kind That of could a be war. a show stealer. Yeah, that could be crazy. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what this was there to just set something up down the line. We next go to the Forgotten Sons. And if you don't know who they are, I guess they truly are forgotten. Steve Cutler, Wesley Blake, and Jackson Riker. Um, they're going to face off against the Street Profits. Um, <laughs> the Street Profits come out. They drink from their... Uh, black solo cups. I guess they're not red cups because they're, they're black, but they drink the black solo cups and it cuts the people in the crowd doing like the whip it, like stirring the pot thing and there's a lot of white people in the crowd <laughs> doing <that. laughs> Whipping it up, stirring the pot, cooking it, cooking it. Um, Percy says that the Street prophets are ballaholics and they're dripping in finesse. Um, the match starts off here. It's Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake uh, with Jackson Riker uh, outside uh, watching the match, there's a double drop kick early on with a few like flips and uh, handsprings from Montez Ford. He's very very athletic. Um, there's a spot where both uh, Blake and uh, Cutler are on the outside, and Angelo Dawkins gives him the cup. He takes a sip of it. He screams, takes a sip, runs and does a diving senton to the outside onto the two guys. So whatever's in that cup gives him superpowers. What do you think's in the cup? Um, Incredible Hulk. I think so. Liquid meth. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Forgotten Sons look like they're on some liquid meth. Then maybe um, they go to the outside. There's a there's a cool combo back in the ring from Blake and Cutler. They do like a clothesline. One guy clotheslines the other Ford into the knees of Blake. Uh, looking like a cool move here. Um, Dawkins gets a tag in. Goes for a bulldog. Uh, they go for like some sort of double suplex. But uh, it's blocked. And then two masked men come by and steal the cup and steal uh, the some chains, it looks like. But it's revealed that it's the mighty that were in these masks. Uh, very strange. Um, and then this is where Riker takes out Montez Ford. We go back in the ring, and Angelo Dawkins is hit with this double-team move from Cutler and Blake, where uh, Cutler jumps off the top rope while Blake is reverse DDTing um the guys so it's like a cool double team there and they pin Angelo Dawkins and the Street Prophets lose to the Forgotten Sons they will no longer be forgotten uh the ending here, like this match had some cool spots for what it was it was only a really quick match but it was just strange because it was like what what
3: why the run in just almost seemed botched it just seemed yeah, it, didn't... it seemed odd i uh, i didn't really get why bother with the masks? Like, normally if you're going to do a mask thing like that, you'd have it go on for a couple of weeks right, or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that felt a bit odd. I was interested going into the match whether, like, these Forgotten Sons were... How are they going to position them? Are they going to end up just being, like... Forgotten. Do you remember the social outcasts? Yes, like just, yes. And I was thinking they might go that route, but seeing that they gave them the win, maybe they're going to try and put a bit of steam... Yeah, they're making them, them more serious. Like, yeah. They all
2: have beards. They're all kind of, well, they're not that that big either. But they, they're they looking like a motorcycle gang, which yeah. the name is after anyway. So, yeah, we'll see. There's The tag team division in NXT is like, you're either mid-card or you're at the top. There's yeah. not really nothing in between. So, uh, we'll see where they end up. Speaking of tag teams, your favorite tag team is backstage in William Regal's office continuing the investigation of who attacked Aleister Black. It is Otis Dobovich and Tucker Knight. <laughs> and <laughs> I like this. I don't <laughs> think anyone else did. Uh, Otis is like, all right. All right, fine. Regal, I did it. I did it. It was me. I broke the toilet in the performance center. <laughs> Regal's like, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. He goes, ah, once, I, once I get a sip, one little sip of that warm... Brewed coffee. I just start shaking and shaking and shaking, and I can't. And they they cut him off here, and they're like, "We, we don't care about that. We're here to talk about who attacked Alistair Black." really Regal says, "Was there anything else you guys saw?" They say, "No, we didn't see much, except for tomasa Champa, somehow chilling in the bushes near the body of Alistair Black, which could lead to who done it." Here. And then uh, they leave the office. Uh, so Otis Dovovich doing his best Chris Farley impersonation. I w- grew up watching every Chris Farley SNL sketch and even his shittier movies with Matthew Perry. And uh, this was totally Chris Farley attempt. He kind of looks like Chris Farley, Otis here. So uh, this was
3: funny. But yeah, they're they're, they're alluding that Champa did it. I just find from all these interviews it seems like the whole roster are just insane
0: yes you
3: you had Nikki last week you had this week it's like what what are they feeding them as a performance centre because they're all just nuts what's in that coffee is really um... Uh, no I found this quite funny I just I think it's comedy that wouldn't normally work on me, but I just think he's so. I think he's very
2: charismatic. Yeah, at, um, he's definitely been studying his Chris Farley, uh, <laughs> as he should. He you he, he can pull it off. Um, it goes to a clip from after last week. It's a it's like a backstage angle here with Ricochet and Pete Dunne, and they're arguing because they lost last week's match against Undisputed Era. Um, I have in my notes here Ricochet calls Pete Dunne homeboy nine times. Yeah, I've got the same. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot
3: every time he says
2: "homeboy." <laughs> uh, so Pete Dunne is mad at Ricochet, and uh, it looks like they're gonna challenge each other, champion versus champion, in two weeks, I
3: believe. But it's non-title. Yeah, I don't think it's. <coughs> uh, they said title versus title, but oh. not, but not title for title. I don't know. We'll see in two weeks, I guess. Uh, title... I can't. I can't imagine they'll put Take them on off. the line. Yeah, unless it's like a draw or whatever or a takeover or Cole gets involved yes, yes. that's
2: what they could do excellent um, we now go to Kyrie Sane your favorite wrestler um, she comes out with her treasure chest on the ramp here and it opens up and there's all the gold and the treasure including the NXT Women's Championship did you love this? I love
1: this
3: <laughs> I need I need a
2: treasure, treasure chest with okay, the title great. in it oh,
3: what else would you keep in that? What else would you keep in your treasure? Chest? Just just my title and maybe a maybe the picture of me and Kyrie. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um,
2: she is going to be facing Trish Adora, um, who is a former Marine and trained with the Dudley Boys. That's what Marvanello told me. Kyrie Zane comes sl- hits a, a running bro- blockbuster. Locks in a stretch muffler, but Trish here grabs the ropes. This was pretty much a squash here. There's the spinning back fist, the sliding D, the insane elbow for the win, and Kyrie beats her like nothing because she's the champion. And Shayna Baszler comes out. She has a microphone, but before she says anything, she... Shoves and pushes over the treasure chest And all the gold and coins and jewelry Fall out down the ramp And the Full sale crowd is mad And they boo Shayna Wow, what a mean lady Shayna says uh, She's also wearing a bad religion shirt So she gets a few points for that um, She says that she is cashing in her uh, her rematch clause And she will eventually get her, her opportunity To take back what is hers But tonight Let's see if this pirate can swim. So she runs in and starts beating on Kyrie post-match. And Kyrie fights back and spears her. And Baszler retreats. So we're obviously going to see some sort of rematch between these two. Maybe at TakeOver or maybe just on TV. But uh, it was cool. It was a
3: cool little I thought Shayna looked like an idiot here.
2: Well, because like, she got... She well, she... In,
3: I thought, like, the whole pushing over the chest is so sort of child bully. No, no, I liked it. Oh, no, it's... Like, for me, people are way more intimidating when they're, like, no. quiet, just, it's the, like, potential threat there. Yeah, sure. But the fact she, like, just pushed over something and then got beaten up... No, to, to it's, me... I thought she just looked weak. Because the Kyrie thing is, like, why is, this, why is this woman
2: coming out with a treasure chest and coins? Like, to me, I'm like, this is so silly. I don't understand
3: but it. But don't you think she should have pushed it out, over and then beaten her up and stood tall? Yes, That's not like that's. If I actually pushed it over and then got the shit beaten out of her, you're like she she looked like an idiot.
2: Yeah, you're right on that point. But I'm saying her pushing it over was was funny and and evil. But uh yeah, like Kyrie spears her and gets the the advantage. So it's like who really
3: is standing? I feel that it's Kyrie. That's more of a move for like undisputed era. Like it's a dick move. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) well Shayna is like a bully that too. They're different. Like Undisputed are more like douchey... Sure, yeah. ...dickheads. Rose, yeah. Like, whereas Shayna should just be like, I'm big, I'm tough, I'm intimidating. Right. And it's the idea of, I can break your arm, I can do this. And knock over your treasure. And knock her You're just mad. She knocked over the treasure. She right? I know yeah, it. Um, oh, just like well, I feel over. bad for Tuck Kyrie. She's going to have to pick all that up.
2: <laughs> I want the shot of the guy who had to clean all that up. <laughs> scraping just, these oh, man. <laughs> Um Oh, man. We go to another one of these strange back... Uh, back area footage here of Ciampa with his camera set up talking to it, because he has no friends and no one wants to interview him, honestly. But he's the NXT champion. He says, Why haven't I been seen? Is it because I don't have a number one contender? Black is gone. Gargano? He's gone. He's nothing. I am not the voice of the voiceless. I am the top of the food chain. I am the greatest sports entertainer of all time, and I won't be stopped. So Ciampa uh, doesn't have a number of contenders, so I don't know what happens with that. Um, I think maybe down the line we will see another Gargano or Black uh, being brought in there. Um, we go to Lars Sullivan is backstage in William Regal's office now. He says that he is medically cleared, and and William Regal asked him if it was him who took out Aleister Black and he says, listen, if it was me, he'd be out a lot longer than he is. And he says that I took out EC3, and he's still not back either. So uh, Lars is, is back, and uh, I thought this was lame. <laughs> I thought Lars didn't come it's off. All right, I- he was in a yellow t-shirt. It just He didn't yeah, he look scary. He just, this
3: was like, you could have just, just redone it. Maybe. I want them to kind of push this. Like, I think he speaks quite, he seems quite eloquent. Yeah, and he uses big words. Yeah, I kind of want them to push that more. Not in a comedy way, but just have him as, like... They would totally do it in the comedy. That's the thing, it's... But I like this idea of this intelligent, giant... Yeah, sure. Not go the whole Eric Rowan, like, (sighs) wine-tasting, Rubik's Cube-solving thing. Fuck. That was weird. But I think, I don't know, maybe put him in a suit. Like when he's not wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Because he's just wearing a t-shirt here. He, and he, looks, and like, trunks. he like, looks like huh. he's cosplaying Hulk Hogan. kind of... Yeah, in this... red trunks and like yellow and his, shirt.
2: I love him. Hey, five-star Lud, yeah. baby. Um, it's just like... I feel like, yeah, he's in developmental for a reason still. I think they need just some tweaking. Yeah, I think
3: there's... He'll figure it out. I just think it will make him stand out <laughs> a bit more other than these other... <laughs>
2: I'm I'm just just laughing because you're right, like, William Regal just has all these fucking weirdos. (laughs) (laughs) William Regal's just like, for fuck's sakes, man, I'm trying to figure out who fucking took out my fucking star, and I'm interviewing all these
3: weird, crazy people. I
2: feel like I'm taking crazy pills.
3: Dream, Nicky, Otis, Lars, like... Wrestling's weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We go to our main event. Uh, and this was... I didn't like this episode of NXT up until this point. Um, Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, go check this out if you do not watch NXT regularly. i We both watch this. We heavily enjoy this. Uh, Velveteen Dream comes out in a Johnny Failure shirt. And on his armband, instead of like the, the Johnny Gargano smiley face emoji thing, it's a sad face. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he's calling Johnny Gargano sad boy uh, Gargano comes in and he's mad so he starts beating him and chopping the shit out of Velveteen Dream's chest um, there's a huge a spot where Dream Irish whips Johnny into the corner and then hits a Rude Awakening neckbreaker um, Johnny hits like a, a, eye, a, a Eye of the Storm a final cut kind of thing only a two count there's a Hercan Ron off the top and an Enziguri and then his slingshot spear but the Dream kicks out um there's like a cannonball to the outside, more like a cannonball like blockbuster onto Yeah, he overshot
3: it and kind of saved it by yeah, doing a blockbuster, but I think the commentary called it as just the running cannonball. They're like, Yeah, he he went he got a lot of momentum there kind of thing. Um
2: he rolls the dream into the back into the ring and the dream gets up and hits stops the like Johnny Gargano classic roll through kick that he does usually. He blocks it and jumps up and the dream hits a famouser on Johnny Gargano for a two count. I thought that was really great. He should continue to use that that move is has his name all over it, like yeah. Dream Famouser. Um There's counter after counter here, a huge series of of roll-throughs and pin temps, and then a huge lariat by Gargano on Dream, turning him inside out, only a two-count. They're fighting on the apron here. Dream goes for like a Death Valley driver uh, on the apron, but Gargano gets out, uh, but tweaks his knee. So then Dream capitalizes, tosses him knee-first into the steps, goes in the ring, hits his spinning DDT that he's been doing. But Gargano kicks out. I thought that was the finish for sure. But Gargano, the spirit of Johnny Wrestling lives on. He fights and fights. Dream goes for the elbow drop off the top onto the apron. Gargano moves and dodges it. And Dream dumps himself to the outside. Suicide dive by Johnny. And then the Gargano escape. And Dream is tapping out here. But it's on the outside of the ring. So it does not count. They go back into the ring.
3: And Gargano is is teasing that DDT. Well, sorry. They were... um... They were doing the count out, right? But it was kind of triggering in Johnny's head that the ten count yes. from the Last Man Standing. So he's there yeah. are All these little kind of callbacks. Yes, there. yes. I didn't even think of that. Why he was doing? Why he? Yeah, went to that's that why that they did the
2: whole ten count outside. Got you. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, he he goes for the DDT, but he can't do it, and the crowd is like saying, "Like, don't do it! Don't do it!" So he doesn't do it. And he rolls Dream into the inside. And as he does, Dream is barely standing but yelling at him, You're a failure! You're a failure, Johnny! And then Johnny takes his knee pad down and goes for the running knee. But as he runs to hit him with it, Dream catches him, hits the Dream Valley driver, and pins Johnny Gargano, one, two, three, clean in the middle of the ring. And the crowd doesn't know what to do because... Full Sail loves the the in-betweener here, the heel baby face of Velveteen Dream. But we know that they're also so conflicted on Johnny Wrestling. And uh, Dream escapes and runs away and, and, and Johnny's just left there. And half the crowd is chanting Johnny Wrestling and the other cr- half is chanting Johnny Failure. And uh, he gets up. He walks, not up the ramp, but like through the crowd, uh, kind of like the backward way exit there he stops does one look back and then walks out um and that's
3: the end of NXT so is that the end of I, Johnny I think we he should be off TV for a while yeah now not like Kevin Owens who quit and then returned the <laughs> next week um yeah i i think it makes a lot of sense to keep him off TV for a for right. a fair bit i think that's what they were symbolizing with him going out that way rather than going up the ramp um it it makes me sad hearing them chant na 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 na.
2: Yeah, there is was it, like half the crowd was like not in; they were chanting na 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 na, and and that was sad. It makes because me sad. You can't do that, It's Johnny. Yeah, like that's mean. How dare you, Full sail. Uh, the other half though is still chanting Johnny Wrestling. Um, it's like when Peter, <sharp inhale> oops, it's like when uh, it's like when Peter Parker has to hang up his his his, his gear. He's like, yeah. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm, I just can't. Uh, he can't get over Champa, so, so
3: he's got to leave. I don't know whether they're going to take him off for a while. or I think that's better than have him go on a losing streak. Uh, I think that's the other option.
2: Yeah, I don't want to um, see any
3: losing streaks. I think they need to rest the... Well, the Champa story is still not finished. No, I, I think not. they'll save it to Mania. I think Gargano will have his crowning moment uh, in New York in April. But um, yeah, I think he should be off for a while. Yeah, I, maybe I, maybe having come back at takeover is a run in or something. I don't know. Sure, taking uh, him off would make sense to but me. But it's yeah. it's a long time to April. like yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be then. They could do it in January or whatever. But uh, I love this match. Um, this was a fantastic match. I
2: love Vel- Velveteen Dream keeps getting better and better. Yeah. and I say that every time I watch his matches, but it's true. He's he he's gonna be at those evolve shows. By the way, he's scheduled to wrestle for evolve, which is so good. Yeah. because now it's like. He's like a WWE homegrown guy and he his gimmick is now like I'm better than all these indie darlings yeah. and it's so great. I would totally go out of my way to watch those because he's killing it. I can't wait to see what what happens with Velveteen Dream. He needs to put he needs to be NXT champion before he goes
3: up. I think he will. Yeah. Um uh, I I think if handled right he should be WWE champion one day. 100%. Um
2: 100%. Take my money, Velvetine Dream. Um we can go into some feedback here. For NXT, and then we also have a little bit of feedback for the Mae Young Yeah, stuff Yeah, I guess we'll
3: just... Because if people just want to listen to the NXT part... We'll, yeah, yeah uh, we'll read that bit now. A lot, a lot have put their comments in the same thing. So yeah, we'll, just, we'll come back to you later. So
2: when we do forum and uh, the post wrestling forum forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday night when NXT and the May Young Classic air, we will post up. You can post your feedback for the NXT or the May Young Classic. Just write what it is if it's either uh, NXT or the MYC, and we can read your feedback here. So forum.postwrestling.com always free. Um, Andre from Edmonton still rhymes. How was Chicago? Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, I'm still in the cheese hangover. He (laughs) says, uh, I like the Forgotten Sons. I think they could be great if they were given the right opportunity. Davey, I might have to fight you for Kyrie Zayn. She is my absolute favorite female performer, and she's damn cute. Definitely looking forward to seeing the rematch with her and Baszler. The main event was straight up lit. I think Johnny Gargano has PTSD from his feud with Ciampa, causing him to snap I look forward to the eventual rematch between him and Champa, but I like to see Dream be the next challenger for Champa. I also love the dueling chant at the end of the Johnny Wrestling slash Johnny Failure. I didn't even think about that. Do you think Dream's going for the title? You could. I mean, he could come out now and say, hey, I beat Johnny, so...
3: Yeah. Clean. That's a weird match, I feel. I'm sure it'd be great, but that's, that's a weird duo. Yeah, I but think But I so. can't actually see who else... The crowd would be super hot for... Yeah, everyone else is kind of locked up in, like, the... But it's
2: also the, uh... It's also, like, the the war games, so... True. Maybe the champion isn't even in a championship
3: match. He should be. Actually, uh, that... That makes sense, I think. Have... Yeah, probably Dream and, uh... Yeah. uh, What's the name? Champa. And then, yeah, the war games, I assume, will be... British strong style war raiders with someone and undisputed I guess we will have to see I mean, will Bobby ahead? Fish be ready I for don't then? know because you could then have Adam Cole in the UK uh, North America feud if yeah, I mean, so ready, we, then you've got, three we got three. Yeah, we
2: got a few options that they could go with for the actual War Games match, I think. But War Raiders will definitely be involved in that. I
3: feel this is a long stretch without a takeover. Yeah, I think it is. It's like August through to November. It's, yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, you want to read some NXT sure. feedback? Will from Georgia Fun episode of NXT this week The Johnny Velveteen match was great But I'm not really interested in the same I've forgotten how to be Johnny wrestling angle We've seen several times the past year Cutler broke his nose on the apron kick By Ford in their match And as they were walking up the ramp He called Ford a stiff son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) Yeah he was bleeding actually Yeah he looked pretty bad uh, I'm really glad they let Kyrie use her personal treasure chest for her big first entrance with the title. She accidentally tossed the belt into the hands of a fan while throwing coins to the audience, which she's joked about on Twitter. Uh, no spoilers, but you guys are in for a heck of a treat with Dunn versus Ricochet. It was awesome. Oh, so looks like this guy was actually there. Yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Um, and um, then he goes into the Mae Young there. So Yeah, he does come back to a question... Uh, I can't see them doing another Gargano Champa match at War Games. So, who do you think gets the NXT title shot next? Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I I think it might be. Um, I, I'm I i do not think there are many other options really. No, not in my head.
2: No. So I, I'm okay unless with that.
3: Black's ready by then. It true. is three months away. Like true. That's that's the obvious. If I'd rather ready, I'd rather Black just to kind of complete that. Kind of I, I think area. that makes more sense, but it depends on if he's ready or not. Uh,
2: Jake from Chicago Thank you Brayden Davey John away For coming to my city For StarCast And All In I hope you guys Enjoyed your time Oh yeah Thank I you, remember Jake, Jake. Yes yeah. Jake NXT was a fun episode Tonight That was probably Velveteen Dream's Biggest and best win In NXT And this turned into A takeover worthy Main event type of match This was great The storytelling was on point Gargano and Dream Really set out to tell An epic story about Gargano being conflicted Over the right Or vicious thing to do Dream was shown As a genius, genius Who took advantage Of Gargano's dilemma by exacerbating Gargano's inner turmoil in his favor. Sorry, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Exacerbating. It said it on purpose. Get it on a (laughs) t-shirt. The commenters told a wonderful story as well by relating this Gargano's beatdown on EC3 a few months ago. Tonight's broadcast tells you that you need to go out of your way in terms of an epic main event. The rest of the show remains consistent in creativity. Otis Dovovich even gets an honorable mention for pulling out a funny poop joke. He also says, P.S. Sorry for wearing... Not wearing a post-wrestling shirt, Jake. You should have been wearing a post-wrestling shirt, is what I'm editing his (laughs) sentence here. Um, Yes, Jake was uh, at the whole StarCast thing in Chicago. And he was super excited to to see us and hang out with John away. And didn't even wear his post-wrestling
3: shirt. So, minus five stars, Jake. (laughs) God. Uh, Pappy in Dallas. Can someone please tell Shayna Baszler that you invoke a rematch clause, not enact it? Sure, <laughs> I'll text her right now. <laughs> um, and then the rest is Mae Young Classic. So we'll get back to you, Pappy, in a bit. Chris from Melbourne,
2: Australia. Wait, since when did Wesley Blake join Aces and Eights? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Forgotten Sons. Also, I love how Regal's office has this brass knuckles on display like a sports trophy. Lastly, is Dream the best wrestler to solely come from the Performance Centre? Yes. 100% Yeah, I
3: think so um, I mean Dream did do indie stuff beforehand yeah but like, like that's why he's doing this Evolve show I believe it's where he used to sure uh, but he's
2: very but he's, like,
3: yeah he's very much I mean he's young so. yeah yeah um, Carlos from sunny Scotland oh I just wanted to say yeah I I love those brass knucks on the oh show. yeah I, the I'd, I'd love to see like someone uses Regal skills? like give it to someone one day Pete Dunn <laughs> Be like, like someone's really getting at someone, and be like, you know what, take my nuts. P done. Yeah. P done. That makes most sense. Yeah. Uh, Carlos from sunny Scotland. Uh, not seen May Young Classic yet, so we'll watch it before listening to this fine show. Great main event. Love having a new team in Forgotten Sons, as it makes for fresh matches. Women's match was fun. The regal segments have been fun to watch, but the show was stolen by Tommy Champion. Is he hinting at a new faction? This would be amazing having a true heel faction as United... uh, Sorry, not United Emirates. uh, Undisputed Era are so over. Uh, Carlos Prediction. War Games will be winner takes all with uh, Undisputed Era, British Strong Style, and War Raiders with Ricochet. The title versus title match in two weeks can see it be the beginning of the push. I don't read ahead either. Yeah, I like that, actually.
2: I I I want my champion to stay separate. I I I don't need uh, any factions or anything like that. Uh, no,
3: I'm but, saying about the war games. But like the, winner
2: takes all. Sure, that's that's pretty drastic though. But, uh, we'll see because, yeah, like we don't read ahead either. But
3: I, I feel like there is some interesting titles
2: flips that could be coming.
3: Cheers, boys, and a loud boo to the Everton fan in the front row at the tapings. Yeah, I do quite enjoy him though. He's fun. The guy in NXT, the, the big guy with the, yeah. Yeah, show. he's pretty funny actually <laughs> watching him this week.
2: Um and that's it for the feedback here for uh No, no you missed PJ. I have nothing to say on NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I guess he didn't like uh
3: this episode. You know what? It wasn't a really solid episode but that main event the main really was brought- good. Yeah, it, yeah it- not not much development and I guess if you're not into the Gargano story like I can see why people might be getting tired with that. Yeah. Now, but I do feel that was the writing off of it for for a while. Yes.
2: Okay. Well, that was NXT. That was up next. Now it's time to chat about the May Young Classic.
0: Tonight.
2: So the May Young Classic, the first episode of the 2018, um, each episode is going to have roughly four, four matches, matches, three to four matches, and...
3: Uh, I assume later the rounds might be just two, a little, little, little shorter, Maybe. yeah.
2: Um,
3: is this still called up next, or are we calling
2: this Forever Young?
3: Yeah, uh, Forever Young, day. part two. It's like, you know, old, like, like Attitude Heroes, Rory's War, and then it was Warzone, the second sure. half, so... We're into the second half now. Wow. So it's like Nitro when they do the fireworks. Like, pff,
2: pff, we're in our second hour. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Great. Yeah. Everyone knows the second hour of Nitro is better than the first half. <laughs> Not really. I didn't watch. All uh, right. The Mae Young Classic. Um, I'm super excited about this because I, I don't like how they did it last year where they just gave us all the episodes right away. It took it away from me.
3: I've Yeah, I've got to be honest. I never got around to seeing last year's because it was it was too much in one go and... I think with wrestling, there is that kind of live sports element to it, even though it's tapings. That yeah. Once it's out there, it's kind of happened. So like, it...
2: we, we review NXT every week, and it's a show that's taped in advance. And then we get the takeovers that are live. So it's like it it almost leads up to these live things, and then it makes the things even, live things even special, even better. So for this, I guess it's kind of the same way. Again, like... I in my head kind of look at this and can tell you who I think is going to be going forward, and then certain things have been spoiled for me, but
3: I can still go through and enjoy it. I'm completely fresh. I don't know anything, and I accept. I expect surprises. When you look back at uh, previous tournaments, um, like the Cruiserweight Classic, right. I don't think anyone really thought uh, yeah. T.J. Perkins and Grand Metalik would be the the sure. final there. Sure. Um, so. Yeah, I expect some surprises. I don't think there were any surprises tonight, really, but
2: there was some good wrestling. Actually, the wrestling in this was great. So, um, so, so for, for this show, it's not up next anymore. You want, you want to take the lead here and, sure. and, and be the, the, the lead dance partner here, and I'll be the color. So you can go ahead, and then if you fuck up, I'll jump in and save you.
3: Um, so we start with the, the like opening video package. I just wanted to note that they ended it with Tony Storm. They it's often a save week. their star to the end. So I don't know if that's saying anything. I think it is. Um, we see our commentary team, Michael Cole, Beth Phoenix and Renee Young. Um, they mention history. Luckily, this was the only time I was expecting a lot of history being mentioned yeah, throughout the show. Um, but... You said during the show that why can't Michael Cole be like this all the time?
2: He's great. He, when he, he is great. When he does the, the UK stuff that he's done, like the UK tournaments and stuff, he was so good. And then when you watch him on Raw, it's like he's so like the same guy you've been listening to for so long.
3: What did you think of this trio?
2: Oh, I liked it. I, I liked I, I like Renee Young, yeah, obviously. I think um, she's fantastic. When I used to watch NXT, she was doing commentary for a little bit yeah. back then. And I liked her back then. And I thought, why isn't she being pushed? For Raw. And that was, that was that was like four years ago. So. Listening to her now. She's even gotten better. Yeah. And. Um, and Beth Phoenix is great as well. Beth Phoenix I feel is more of the color here. Like she's kind of the add on there.
3: And But you know what? She sounded great too. She didn't even have any hiccups. Yeah. I think. Um, Commentary is best when you don't particularly notice it. It should. Enhan- it should enhance a match. It should yeah. make those big moments huge. Right. Um, but I think with. With like Raw especially. It's. You, every show you're just commenting on how bad the commentary is right. and I thought this was a pretty good job and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Renee takes Coachman's job permanently she pretty should. soon um, so we start off with Tegan Knox versus Zatara uh, Zatara is the first Chilean female wrestler in WWE uh, Tegan Knox is from Wales and was injured last year was meant to be in the first tournament but she had to pull out due to a um, knee injury, um, and you said she was actually injured leading up to yeah, this one as well. I believe
2: like it was
3: after this match. I think
2: maybe in the second round um, she got injured again. Oh damn. I, be- I believe uh, again. I'm tr- I try not to read into things about it because it kind of spoils the, the the matches. But um, yeah, which is very unfortunate because she the clips of her was like her in like progress and stuff. Like yeah, a lot of a lot of these women have been like all around the indies all, all over the world which is pretty incredible but Tegan Knox here um, yeah hopefully uh, she's, she gets better
3: um, Michael Cole notes that Tegan is his pick to win the whole thing um, so we'll see if he's right um, first of all I like little touches in tournaments like this um, like the 15 minute time limit and the handshake I I like it just makes it feel more like a sport sports which I, womanship which I always like um I wish they do time limits more often in WWE because they so often go for the DQ or whatever. I just think a time limit here and there is pretty good to uh, shake things up. Um, The match starts uh, with two trading wrist locks. Uh, Zatara kicks Tegan down and she kicks up twice. Um, Tegan hits a leg scissors followed by a drop kick. Uh, goes for a suicide dive, but fakes out with a 619. Uh, Zatara then takes the advantage with a leg lock into a surfboard, and follows up with a big stomp and a drop kick. Uh, Zatara keeps working away at her knee, as we mentioned it was injured last year. So she's putting lots of submissions, she locks a figure 4, um, really working away at that knee, trying to um, incapacitate uh, Tegan Knox. Uh, Nox then gets the advantage again with a few strikes and hits a huge crossbody off the top rope. Uh, Zatara then hits a uh, missile dropkick followed by running knees, sort of the Andrade Cien style... It's like the balls uh, to face. face. It wouldn't be
2: called as the walls to the face. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, and then Nox finally hits the Shining Wizard and pins Zatara to move through to the next round. Um... What did you think of this match?
2: Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. I actually kind of dig. Uh, I, I I like Tegan Knox. Um, I've I've definitely seen her before. I think in some matches at some some capacity, but uh, Zatara I've never seen. And I, she's wearing. She's the only one in this episode, at least, who, who's wearing a mask. Like she's a luchador from from Chile, and it's like, I don't know. It is interesting for me to see a, a woman in a lucha mask and doing like all these lucha things i i've watched lucha wrestling when i was younger i watched it a lot more i couldn't tell you names of wrestlers but i've watched for so long so it was kind of like that old school she's playing the heel here in the lucha style thing and i kind of dig it so i, I was kind of into her and i kind of wanted her to win and then tegan won but I, i'm not mad at that I just yeah like, i was like really kind of into this she's
3: playing this like heel lucha yeah and i liked it i wasn't surprised Tegan won just because Michael Cole was like, "Yeah, sure, look out for this one. She's gonna win the whole thing." But yeah, I think just to kind of have variety in the tournament, sure. I was surprised Zatara yeah. went out. I thought she might stay a little bit. She's solid. Um, like they, they mentioned she's been wrestling for a long, long, long time, and it showed here. I thought. I thought the match was a little slow pace um, at times. A few transitions were slightly. Um, not as not as smooth as you see in especially that the final match tonight. Right. Uh, but overall good opening match for the tournament. Um hopefully the injury with uh Tegan Knox isn't too bad. Yeah, that sucks. Um the camera then picks out Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss in the crowd who are who are watching the tournament um and we then go into Rhea Ripley versus MJ Jenkins. Um Rhea Ripley they keep on describing being like Charlotte like she's she's a bit bigger very athletic very strong yeah she's big she's tall yeah um and she's only 21 like she's yeah i
2: had to google her. i had to google her to see like what cuz she she's like essentially charlotte and tony storm put together cuz she's also uh, to, although tony storm's not from australia is she uh, uh she's kiwi i think i think so yeah Uh Rhea ripley representing australia here and uh, yeah i kind of see at first i was like who is this 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 girl, she's big and and she looks strong. And then in the match, I kind of got really into her. I think Rhea Ripley could be a, a big name in WWE just because of like the way she looks and the way she she's twenty one. Yeah, like, dang. so sky's no. the limit. Really. Yeah. Um, and, and then MJ, De- although MJ Jenkins here uh, from Brooklyn, uh, I, I also enjoyed that because, like I said earlier, the Zatara like had a character like the Lucha. Uh, MJ Jenkins here is like the Brooklyn like. Foxy kind of like yeah. You said uh, she reminded you of. Um- Beyonce, Beyonce is and gold, gold member. member. Austin Powers, um, yeah. Because uh, she, she, in her video package, she goes, I'm MJ Jenkins and I'm a whole lot of woman. Yeah. And that's exactly what Beyonce <laughs> says in that. Which, that is a play on the old school New
3: York, you know, funk, soul kind of stuff. And that is exactly what her character uh, down is. Down to the Afrolicious. Yeah, uh, she, she calls herself that. Afrolicious, yes. Um, we have a lot of people this week who've been trained by the Dudleys and MJ Jenkins was one of them. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, I believe the girl in NXT this week, uh, Trish Adora, was trained by the Dudleys as well. Yes. Um, So the match starts. Rhea doesn't want to shake hands, so clearly straight away telling us she's going to be the heel. Uh, So yeah, lots of boos for that. Um, MJ starts by hitting two arm drags, followed by a springboard arm drag. Uh, She goes for another springboard off the apron, but gets dropkicked by Rhea. Um, MJ has... 19 siblings, we're informed. They mentioned. That that's is, a lot of siblings. That's a, that is a lot of siblings. Imagine, <laughs> imagine being in a house with 19 siblings. Damn. Uh, Rhea keep, uh, keeps the advantage and mouths off to the referee. Uh, yeah, she's, she's very vocal throughout the whole match. With the heel. Which I always like. Like Kevin Owens, I think, is the best Number at one. just mouthing no. off. Um, but yeah, she's, she's shouting at Jessica, the ref. Um, She then hits MJ with this big delayed vertical suplex and then follows up by locking in an abdominal stretch and is like working away at the ribs with her elbow. Um, MJ manages to get out of it with a hip toss. um, And we then learn that Rhea's favorite wrestler is the Miz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's where I lost a little uh, interest in uh, Rhea Ripley there.
2: Um, Renee mentions that
3: she likes... But the you know what? She's got the size, like, if The Miz is someone she wants to model herself on, like, he's great at the character stuff, so... Uh, he's a- good at the character stuff. He's not a good wrestler. <laughs> um, Rhea is then mocking MJ, saying that she doesn't belong there. She's out of her, uh, out of their league. Um, so MJ fires up, she screams. It's as if she's just taken some of the street profits, uh, juice drink, they yeah, have, yeah, the drink. um, and goes into a series of strikes, hits a big kick to the face, um, gets the, uh, oh yeah. She get, then gets the crowd to sort of stamp and clap like the, we will rock you. Yes. <claps> After all um, getting everyone fired up, um, hits a springboard missile drop kick, she then goes for another kick. However, Rhea ducks and catches her in a sit-out pump handle power bomb and gets the three. Yes,
2: I, I enjoyed the finish. The move is really cool. It's like a yeah. pump handle into the power bomb, sit-out pinzer done. Uh, yeah, this was fun as well. Um, you know, I didn't like how they they mentioned twice during the match. Michael Cole mentions it twice. Clearly, he looked down at his notes and read the same one twice, but in two different ways. He compares her to Charlotte, and I was like. Don't don't do that now. Like you don't need to do that. I, I don't know. I just was like, don't put that in my head, or else that's all
3: I'm gonna kind of see. Um, yeah, because I didn't really think about no, it. No, I didn't. And then when he
2: said that, and then he said it again later in the match. I'm like,
3: uh, I like, think it might be like because I know the talent often speak to commentary team and say sure. what they want to get over. Because sure. he was like, she doesn't want to be known as Rear uh, as Charlotte 2.0. She, so. Right. Um, I'm sure she she will have a
2: match with Charlotte in her future down the line because she she seems pretty great too, yeah.
3: Um, We then go to Vanessa Craven versus Lacey Lane. Now, you're very familiar with... Uh, Vanessa Craven. Yeah, right? I mean she's from uh Montreal but she wrestles I've seen her wrestle
2: for years here in Ontario around Ontario and some small towns, making towns smash wrestling. We just saw her like last week uh at, versus Tessa Blanchard, um uh, which was a really cool match. Um I've seen her wrestle all the time and it's really cool. She's definitely um like like her she looks like uh she belongs on TV with this look she's got going on for this and she she calls herself the Mountain and she's huge. She's like, she's six. Yeah. She's six, two. Yeah. I think, right? That's insane. And she was trained by uh, Ron Hutchinson, who's like a Toronto, he's trained a bunch of people back in the day. So uh, it was really cool to finally see her in, in, uh, on a WWE program. It, I, I'm, I'm sure this was like a huge moment for her. Um, and Lacey Lane uh, was also trained by the Dudleys.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, everyone, like, they obviously like. Those damn Dudleys. <laughs> Those damn Dudleys training. Everyone. I mean, Devon is a producer. Yes. Uh, backstage so he probably gets a lot of say um but yeah Lacey lane was a, a ncaa in basketball yeah yeah um so very athletic i get a i was getting an almost um bianca belair vibe like they've obviously brought her in as someone like incredibly athletic, athletic with a great look um she kind of looks she's kind of got the ember moon kind of thing cuz she's got like yeah. cuz it showed ember moon in the
2: crowd and ember moon has like some dreads and stuff in her hair and, and Lacey Lane's hair is all dreads, which, first of all, I don't know how you wrestle in these long dreads, yeah. because it's just like you get sweaty and all that stuff and moves around and stuff. Um, but she, she managed, um, and she wears the contact lenses, just like Ember Moon. Yeah. Um, but she's also like covered in tattoos. She looks badass. Yeah, she looks cool. She lit. she's signed to the Performance Center now, I guess as well. Yes, I would like to see a lot more. Um, from her. To I, me, I thought, I thought in this match, uh, even though we didn't even talk about it yet, she looked a little, little green Oh, yeah. But I think that's good that she's signed, and maybe she'll go forward.
3: Yeah, I think there's definitely potential there. Um, uh, Camera shows us Leo Rush is in the crowd, who's uh, just released his first WWE t-shirt.
2: Oh, I saw. Yeah. Do you already ordered it? No. (laughs)
3: Um, uh, Yeah, they're uh, promoting Lacey Lane as a dark horse. They're obviously quite high up on her, um, and her music was really cool, I thought. It's like Inception. Yeah. Kind of... Like very, Ooh. yeah, uh, Hans Zimmer. Um, so Lacey goes for a crucifix, uh, which is her finisher. She pretty much goes for it straight away, like this crucifix bomb, but is unable to take her down, unable to the size cut down the insane. mountain. It made yeah. the
2: mountain Vanessa Craven look even bigger because of the size
3: difference. Like when you put someone super small compared to someone, it just makes her look massive. And they were selling this throughout. They were kind of almost going, you know, in movies where you see like, a big giant or troll or whatever trying to fight someone because right. they were doing all these going for stomps but yeah, rolling yeah. out the way and yeah. uh Lacey trying to use her speed against uh the mountain. Um Lacey walks the ropes. Um yeah, she tries kind of we see it with a lot of the luchadors, like a, like a walk off, or along the ropes and then bounce off the second rope, but bounce back uh, she, yeah, she slipped she up. she kind of botches it. Um I like Uh, Beth Phoenix, I believe it was, it was either her or Renee, I think it was Beth, covers it quite well by saying, like, um, on a stage like this, you sometimes have to try things that are a bit out there, because you want to get noticed. Um, so I liked that, um... Yeah, she like, tried to cover it. The crowd didn't shit on it or anything. The crowd didn't shit on
2: it. I feel like um, if she were to perfect it, it would look. It would look really right cool. Right before she fell, I was like, "What the hell? That's yeah, insane!" Yeah. And then she kind of just fell. But then they saved it. But I was like, I kind of want to see
3: her kind of perfect that. And I bet she's pulled it off like I'm sure perfectly so many it here, times. Yeah. But a big stage nerves. Yeah. Yep. Um. So she goes for a uh, like she then hits this handspring where uh, Craven is on the apron and. She does one of those handsprings that we normally see transition into like the, uh, you know, like a cutter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she does it to knock her off the apron. Uh, Craven then hangs Lacey on the ropes and just slaps her chest repeatedly. Craven's like just killing her at this point. Goes for a huge like rolling cannonball into the corner. Um, takes her back into the ring and hits a massive chop. uh Really loud. Uh Craven then goes for a chokeslam power bomb like her Albert used to yeah, do, which yeah, is her, her finish, finish. Yeah. uh but is blocked by Lane. Uh Lane then starts to fire up again, makes a comeback with a running knee to the corner. Um Craven catches her with a spinning side slam. It's like a black hole slam. Yeah, it was huge, like killing her. Craven then goes for another running cannonball, but Lane moves out the way, and then Lane finally managed to manages to hit Craven with the crucifix bomb. To cause a huge upset. Yeah, she pinned Vanessa Craven, which I was like, wow, that's interesting, but I kinda dig it. And so pretty impressive hitting this move on her. Like yeah. it's uh not the best finisher, I don't think. No, like, I
2: don't I don't particularly like that move, but it looked kinda cool when it was on the size difference again is so crazy between these two. Um, um Yeah, it was it was fine. This 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 match wasn't anything like amazing, but it was still it was fine.
3: Yeah, I think um yeah, there were there are a few sloppy moments during this. Um, but it was cool. It was it was okay. It's cool I, the styles were different. Yeah, the clash, right? I think I think they see something in Vanessa uh, yeah. in Lacey Lane, though. Yeah, I yeah. think she looked really cool. Um, I'd like to see how she does, um, and I think it's good that she. She's got a be cool look. Like,
2: yeah, she's like uh, she's got tattoos. She's got the dreads. She's got like the contact lenses. She's she's like spooky kind of thing you know what I mean she could go that angle Ember Moon you know kind of tried to tap that and
3: they (sighs) pushed it she just dressed as it yeah that was kind of it yeah, like um, she kind
2: of was like a poser, in my opinion. Whereas yeah. this girl, Lacey Lane, like kind of seems more serious, more badass, yeah. in my opinion. Even though she's younger and up and coming, I got that vibe. Like uh, she could cut the dreads and get normal, like back to. Her. It showed clips of her without the dreads, and I was like, "See, you could wrestle like that too." because yeah. I feel like it's again so hard to wrestle yeah. with
3: dreads, especially if you're gonna
2: be trying stuff like. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the, the hair got pulled. got tripped there, yeah. and you know, like so. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in seeing more of her. I think she's lit.
3: Um, we then go to a backstage interview. I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, and I apologize. We have Shadia Besezo, who's uh first interviewer in WWE from the Middle East. Um, she... I mean, they just said
2: she's sort of the first interviewer from the Middle East coming here at the Mae Young Classic. I did not like this. Oh, at all. Oh, <laughs> she was awful. I mean, we. It was a thank you. She, so Natty is here as a guest, and uh, they they should have done a second taping of this. This is just yeah. Not it was even very much
3: like hello. Okay, Dasha comes across as a robot. Yeah, but this was like, I am a robot who has learnt my lines, and I don't think knows anything about wrestling. No,
2: I don't. I don't know. Um, this was not. This was it, not good. I I I, laugh, I laughed at this because all I could think about was a robot. Yeah, it was like. Hello, Natalia. Welcome to the May Young Classic. Who do
3: you think will win the May Young Classic?
2: It was exactly like that.
3: Yeah. It was exactly like uh, that. Not a good first showing. That, um, Natty says, uh, Ia Sheree and uh, Mia, Mia Kim. Uh, yeah, Mia Kim. Who's uh, my pick because I saw her in that match against Matt Riddle and thought she was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so, true. She's my pick for yeah. the tournament. Um, uh, there you go. We then see Funaki and Ty Dillinger in the crowd. in the hanging tournament. hanging Yeah. I wonder if they're best friends. I think they would be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's number one and there's number ten. Yeah. <laughs> see, there you go. We then go to our main event for the evening, Killer Kelly, uh, who is the first Portuguese wrestler. Yeah. Not first female portuguese just first yeah, portuguese to, wrestler ever in I had wwe to look
2: this up i had to look this up uh, my, my mom is born in portugal and uh, so i'm half portuguese and half white as fuck and um i had to like look this up because they said first portuguese wrestler and i was like well what about the the man of war the portuguese man of war and i have learned that he is in fact not actually uh from from portugal so Damn. it will be killer kelly Um, And uh, she's the first pork chop here.
3: uh, Wait, he's not actually from Portugal? Uh, Next thing you're going to tell me, (laughs) Yokozuna isn't Japanese.
2: (laughs) Wait a second. Whatever happened to Kofi Kingston's Jamaican accent (laughs) anyways? Uh, Yeah, um, I thought that was super interesting. I liked that, like, even though we just kind of shit on that interviewer, the fact that, like, they're like, hey, this person, or the... the uh, so the, the the luchador in the first match there, Zatara, yeah. she's from Chile and I believe they're like, this is the, the first, first Chilean, Chilean. Yeah. like so it's like really interesting to me um, seeing all these people from around the world yeah. uh, th- that is like the power of the WWE network I'd say because before, like WWE was WWE was racist uh, and that always rubbed me the wrong way, uh, I- I've lived in Toronto my whole life, it's like the biggest multicultural city, it's like, yeah. so crazy and I always watched WWE and I was always like offended because I'm like, it's it's terrible. And now look at the full circle become we're, we're watching a wrestling show with women from all over the yeah. world. So it's just incredible to see I how I feel far
3: it's I feel yeah, WWE is really becoming world wrestling yes, now. Which exactly. it's something we've always had an issue with. It's like with the um with the World Series, baseball. It's like why is it called the World Series <laughs> when it's just the States and Toronto? And yeah, you're that's right. It. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the US and um, Toronto. And I feel yeah, they're really starting to broaden and be a world organization which is cool so portuguese um, wrestler so killer kelly versus maiko satamura and we see a clip from uh, satamura as a rookie wrestling in wcw nitro over 20 years ago i imagine now which is this is that this is an old clip yeah. yeah so
2: it's clips of her in wcw when she was 16 yeah that's nuts 22 um, years ago, yeah.
3: Have a, you heard of Maiko Satomura before? No, I, I haven't. Knew, I knew nothing about her. Um, I've seen Killi- Killer Kelly a few times, who I think's great.
2: I, I'm pretty sure we've seen some Killer Kelly in some... Was it Progress? We've seen something? her in Progress. Uh,
3: she was in the NXT UK oh, show at the album. Right, Bowl. that makes sense. That's, um, that's where I've seen her. Yeah.
2: Uh, she's great as well. I, I, this was my match of the night. Oh, This was far. fantastic. I think... Match of the whole night. Go, I, I, yeah. I think
3: I enjoyed this more than anything.
2: Yeah, go check this out. If you're just like, you just want to listen to the review, I would, I would suggest checking this out. This was really, really great. Um, this was a real technical, technical
3: match. Yeah. So Satomura starts with a series of kicks, like very uh, Hideo Itami-esque, like kicks to the chest, I'm kicks gonna, to the leg.
2: I'm going to interrupt you because I just learned something that I didn't actually know. Um, Wikipedia is telling me that the uh, Portuguese man of war, uh, Aldo Montoya, was just incredible. I had no idea <laughs> that, that he was him.
3: Who just got arrested again. Apparently.
2: Oh, yeah. he needs to stay out of those... Uh, uh, what What's the restaurant he worked at? Olive Garden? Yeah, he needs to get out of there. I can't believe that. I didn't know that
3: was him. Anyways, back to this. So, yeah, Satamora starts with a series of kicks. Um, then Killer Kelly manages to get out and hit a just a takedown. Uh, Satomura then takes down Kelly with a headlock, but Kelly manages to slip out. Uh, Satomura then hits this huge forearm and traps Kelly in another headlock. Uh, the crowd at this point seem to really appreciate it, really like all the the technical chain wrestling. Yeah, this was a fight. The, yeah, um, they get pretty loud. Uh, we then Kelly hits a big boot knocking down Satamura. Kelly then goes to get a surfboard but can't quite get it locked in. And uh Mako jumps off the second rope into an arm drag, into a half Boston crab and transitions perfectly into an STF. This was great. Wallace. As I was saying earlier, like some of the matches just seemed slightly slow in between Sharpie transitions. Maybe. This like you can tell this woman's wrestled for years cause this was flawless like there is there is
2: many men on the main roster who could not lace up this woman's boots in yeah. my opinion just from watching this one match I'm I, I need to check out more of her stuff instantly I'm blown
3: away this is crazy she like did it seamlessly it's like yeah. what how did second you second into an arm drag into a half Boston crab into the into SDF. an STF like, wow. um, so this was really the first point in the match where You're thinking maybe Kelly's going to tap, but she gets out. We see a series of kicks to Kelly. Uh, Kelly finally manages to catch one of the kicks and hits a huge delayed vertical suplex to Satomura. Um, She then goes for another big boot, but uh, Mako counters into a kick and an uppercut, uh, followed by this cartwheel double knees to the back of killer Kelly. So if you've been watching
2: New Japan, you see Kodabushi has been doing like this, like backflip into double knees yeah. to like the chest. This
3: was similar, and it kind she's... of bounces off there. Yeah, like yeah. It, it looks like it hurts.
2: Yeah, that move definitely. This move looks like it hurts too. She does a cartwheel, then lands with the knees like to like more of the chest. It was, it was safe. It was safe, but yeah. like it still looks crazy. It looks insane. Uh, a cartwheel knee,
3: double knees, insane. Um, Kelly then puts uh, Satomura on the top rope and tries to go for a German suplex off the top. A spider
0: German suplex, yeah. yeah. but but
3: uh, Mako fights out, uh, so Kelly instead locks in a dragon sleeper on the ropes, um, but obviously can only hold it for five seconds before she needs to let go. Uh, Kelly then hits a drop kick to the face in the corner, and then a fisherman suplex to Satamura. One, two kick out. This is probably one of the closest kickouts I've yeah, ever seen. Definitely. The the hair of the hands was almost touching the mat. It was that close. Um Satomura gets up, hits a Pele kick and then a death valley driver to Kelly and wins the match. This was crazy. This was awesome. What a way to finish the first night of Mayon Classic 2018. I watch this match if you as Brayden said if you're just listening to us because you're interested in what might have happened but don't want to watch it yeah this is if the you're one short I would of check time out. check out this match
2: killer kelly uh, really impressed me as well she had some great moves in there uh, unfortunately we're not going to see her in the
3: rest of the tournament because she's out no but is she signed yes, i think she, she is signed in to the, the uk as
2: well yes i mean i Again, I try not to read ahead, but I have read some spoilers about her in the UK oh, show. Okay. Oh, so she's gonna be NXT UK. She's doing fine. She's doing. Um. And and uh, Sato here. Um. She's gonna continue on in this tournament. I think she's she's got to go far, further. Like she's in, incredible. Yeah. She's incredible. Um. um uh. I, I like all this. There's like crazy hip, hip toss, take takedowns, headlock
3: things, the STF thing. Uh, I don't know. I I thought this was fantastic. Both I, of them was I think I want uh, to see a rematch of this. Satomura is definitely a semi finalist. I would think. Yeah. Uh, for this to one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Uh, so overall thoughts on uh, week one. Yeah, this was really
2: interesting. It's an interesting show because. Um, It was like last year's. I kind of just did some pick and choosing. I didn't really watch all of it. I watched like the finals, obviously. Um, But it's it's so interesting because, like I said, it's crazy. The WWE is putting out a show with only women, and they're all from around the world. It's. It's insane. It sounds amazing. Um, And it was. This was a lot of fun to watch. uh, And I can't wait to see the rest of the weeks. Uh, I loved everything. Even, like we said, the commentary. It made it just seem like a different show. Like, I don't know. If you listen listen to me and you talk on this show, you probably tell I'm so done with WWE main roster shit. Like, I just, I'm out of it. Because it's the same old shit. But to me, this is something new and exciting. So I'm already hooked on it. So Uh, I'm interested in seeing where it goes
3: right, let's go into feedback. Um Andre from Edmonton. Uh Tegan Knox is sensational. She is phenomenal in there, and I think she could be a big star in the WWE. Lacey Lane is a great surprise. She did great. I like seeing new ladies I have never heard of before. I think she will go far in the tournament. I could see her as the dark horse to win.
2: Uh, I lost my feedback. Oh, here we go. Um... um. The Mako versus... Sorry, who is this? Uh, This is Will Will. from Giorgio. The Mako versus Kelly match was my second favorite match from the first round tapings this year. Rhea Ripley has really transformed herself in the past year and has been impressive on the Florida house show scene this year, so I'm glad she's getting a chance to
3: shine. Um, Keep up the great work. Um, Jake, I don't think, goes into... No, he doesn't go into Matt Young. Uh, Pappy in Dallas here has uh, some feedback. So... Michael Cole doing play-by-play really drags down the May Young Classic. I expect my Wednesday nights to be coal-free. What is your theory on Michael Cole? Uh, what is your theory on why Michael Cole is calling the entire May Young Classic and not Mauro? True. Scheduling, maybe? I don't know when they, Scheduling, they filmed this all uh, Like, like
2: Michael Cole is the voice of
3: WWE. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's been the voice for a long time. and. I like, I, said, I, I like him when he's not produced. There was that uh, Japan show a couple of years ago where I thought the commentary was great because you could tell no one was in their ear.
2: You can tell when Michael Cole is like doing his own stuff and when he is produced, I yeah. guess. You can because he sounds like a he's, real... F- I think he's good.
3: I, he sounds like think a real
2: person yeah. when he's doing this, whereas sometimes he sounds so like... Hey, remember when remember when they 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 kept on Monday nights they kept trying to tell us how to download apps. Yeah. And it was like, "Here you go, guys. You download you go to the App Store. You do that." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Like, am I am I an idiot? Like, yeah. get out of here. But here he's like, "Hey, you like wrestling? Well, I'm going to tell you all these things about yeah. this match, and I'm going to call the match." And that's what you need to do in and, and, and yeah, so I I have to disagree with Pappy from Dallas here because I mean, Morrow would be glad- great. Morrow would be it, great too. Hey,
3: but he- maybe it's they not, couldn't
2: do it or hey, maybe they were like you know what we want Cole to do it
3: and I'm fine I think it. like I also think they're grooming Renee Young good um so and as you said Michael Cole is he's more a a corporate guy yes so I think that he's, he's the, taking her under his wing he's, a bit. He,
2: he's the he's the guy who has to sell shit to us you know what I mean like so I get it I get why he does what he does but it's just this shows he's still
3: good at this yeah he's good at it in my opinion um he goes on to say, My thought is that for this Mae Young Classic, especially with the finals at the women's only Evolution pay-per-view, that they are trying to draw in main roster fans and casuals, and they think Michael Cole will be that f- familiar, inviting voice for such viewers, rather than Mauro, who might be associated with being the play-by-play guy who caters to hardcore fans. Um, I-, I don't know. I don't think Michael Cole's really a draw for the Mae Young Classic. No, I think. no. I think you're going to get a very similar audience that you get for NXT for this and the Cruiserweight Classic. You're going to get wrestling fans over your uh Monday Night Raw fans. Sure. I I see
2: I see a lot of wrestling fans who are still like the classic uh old school people in that mindset are like, "Oh, women's wrestling. Oh, I'm not going to watch this." Like I see that. And 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 having Michael Cole is not going to make them want to watch this. So no. I just I feel like um People who want to watch this will seek it out. Yeah. And maybe the people who aren't really familiar with it and they end up seeing some of it will maybe get, uh, you know, dragged in and, and love, love it. So, yeah. Um, Chris from Melbourne, Australia. Having not seen most of these women before, Tegan Knox is an instant star. Rhea Ripley now reminds me of Jay White after Excursion and before a happy baby face but now a dark heal <laughs> wait did Renee just name drop New Japan during the main event she did take care lads yes uh,
3: I like that it wasn't that she worked for New Japan it was just she went to a New Japan show when she was 14 <laughs> yeah
2: Renee mentions that uh, Michael went to a New Japan show yeah. but obviously didn't wrestle <laughs> yeah. but was there um, so yeah she did say that um, is that any
3: of uh, the May Young stuff or? Uh, we've got one more uh, PJ River uh, excellent match between Satamura and Kelly. They are building up Satamura as a legend. Is she really? She's no Minami Toyota or Aya Kong, but she's really good. I thought Vanessa Craven should have won her match. She looks more interesting than Lacey Lane.
2: Yeah, like Vanessa Craven, I I thought for sure was going to go further, uh, but but
3: didn't. But I think Lacey Lane's a project. They, I think they yes. see a lot in her, um, and more exposure, I guess, is is going to help where Vanessa Craven is pretty solid. She's been doing it a long time. Maybe it doesn't uh, well. Saito I need to go
2: watch some of her stuff just because I, out of my pure interest. Like you know, you watch a wrestling match and you're like, hey, that was a really good match. Who was that wrestler? I would like to see more of that. That's how I'm. Feeling. I completely agree. I, 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 I searched the, I searched her up on Wikipedia and it showed that she was in fact like in that WCW and she was having other matches. But there's also a like a BBC documentary in like 2000 made of uh, featured her that i need to, to check out i'm blanking on the name i don't have it open but uh it seemed really really interesting so if they're trying to set her up as a legend they're doing a good job in in my eyes because i'm like i'm sold on the fact because i watched her in a 10 minute match and i was like yeah she just wiped the floor yeah. I'm not saying killer kelly cuz you know what killer kelly was great too yeah. uh but it, she she showed that she could probably Wiped the floor with a lot of the women in this tournament.
3: So, if any of you are familiar with her, with her matches, please tweet us. Tell us which matches to seek out. Yeah, let
2: um, us know about and and even not just her. Any of the other uh, women, like I know a lot of these these girls go through the indies and stuff uh, all through the world. And if you've happened to see any of them live, let let us know and uh, tell us, fill us in on on where they've been or what they've done or what to check out and stuff like that. Because um, yeah, we're we're, we're kind of soaking this all up and enjoying it. Um, so for the remainder of the May Young Classic, we'll be adding it on just like we did to our Up Next show on the Up Next feed, iTunes, PostWrestling.com, Stitcher. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter and Instagram at the D. Uh, and I am at Davy Portman. Um, you can go and see all the fun stuff. We have pictures and videos up from uh, uh, Starcast yep. and All In, including I have photos of Teddy Long and Wei Ting fighting <laughs> and arguing.
3: Um, and I, that, I mean, that might have been a highlight of the weekend. Uh, you've got to listen to our post show to. You have
2: to listen to the All to, In to post-show. find out
3: what happened between Wei Ting. And Teddy Long, player, player, damn! He best not push
2: that button. He <laughs> best not push that button. Oh boy, player. <laughs> um. So yeah, check us all, all out on that again. Postwrestling.com. Again, thanks to everyone from the Chicago weekend. We had a blast. Thank you again to John and Way for letting us be a part of this post wrestling uh, baby, if you will. And uh, we'll be back next week reviewing NXT and the May Young Classic. Thank you. Goodbye. Be safe.
3: Ahoy! Yes. World time has come to push the button world the time has come to push the button world
2: the time has come to push the button world my finger is on the button
1: whether it's Kroger's simple truth turkey or mac and cheese with murray's english cheddar Or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy
0: 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.